0: You are pretty much hitchhiking with strangers, she told CNN. How many people is it going to take to get assaulted before something is done? You don't know it will happen to you, she said. I feel ashamed. That's why I'm here. I want a voice. I'm tired of being quiet. 74 million people across the world have taken the Uber app and have it on their phone. Gen Z is a frequent user of the app. People throw around the option of taking an Uber like it is no big deal. However, there is a lot Gen Z isn't aware of when it comes to Uber and other riding devices. This episode will dive into the dangers and seriousness of services like Uber and Lyft and how to be safe when it comes to technology that threatens your life. This is Gen Z, Under the Microscope, Episode 2, Ride or Die. I am your host, Avery Cohen. Just last weekend, I was out with my friends. We were off campus going out like a lot of students do here at Syracuse on a Friday night. We were all tired and it was getting late. One of my friends said she'll call an Uber. She didn't even suggest the idea. She just assumed everybody was okay with it and we began ordering the car service. This seems like the logical thing to do, right? Friday night, late, tired. It's unsafe to walk late at night. However, is it just as unsafe to ride in an Uber? Most Uber drivers are very reliable, very nice, and do their job well. In fact, one of my close family friends is an Uber driver. He is super nice and loves his job. Some drivers may not be as nice. Just as recent as August 26, 2019. A 15-year-old girl was kidnapped by an Uber driver. A New York Uber driver named Sean Williams has been charged with two counts of felony kidnapping after prosecutors say he planned to sexually assault a 15-year-old girl he picked up after a Sweet 16 party. Williams picked up the girl at 11.15 that night. Shortly after, he canceled the ride on his phone and then tried to convince her to go drinking with him. The girl resisted and told him she was too young to drink. She then convinced him to stop at a McDonald's to use the bathroom and immediately called the police. She made it home safely that night. Authorities said he was planning on bringing the girl back to his apartment and then sexually assaulting her. This is just one of many cases of young teenagers being attacked by these riders. We are so immune to things like this happening, even I am guilty of it. To be honest, I didn't even know these apps were that unsafe until I began doing some quick research. If I were a parent, I'd be making sure whoever is driving my child home is someone that I know or someone that I know is safe. How come no one seems to be upset about this? I don't see anyone protesting or trying to fix the issue unless you're the victim. This needs to be stopped before it happens, not when it happens. In this case, the girl managed to escape and everything was overall okay. Some women aren't as lucky. Many women have been raped, assaulted, drugged, and abused by their Uber drivers and Lyft drivers. On May 1, 2018, Megan Kelly from NBC News had four women who had been sexually assaulted by Uber or Lyft drivers on her show and tell America about their experiences. The woman varied in location in the U.S. and age one as young as 18 years old.
1: Women have publicly accused Uber drivers of sexually assaulting or harassing them. When it first happened, I wasn't going to do anything until I told my mom and my sister, and they were just like, no, that's sexual assault, him touching me, kissing me. I was so humiliated and felt like that I was in the wrong. And then a few hours later, I tried to take my own life over this because I was so disgusted. I was um, basically taken for two and a half hours in an Uber car. With um, The next day I had defensive wounds. When I looked on my app again, he just changed his picture to make him look like someone else. But it was the same guy. Last week, these four women, along with 10 others, wrote an open letter to the company asking the board of directors to, quote, voluntarily release us from the arbitration provision contained in the consumer agreement to the Uber app so that we are able to pursue our claims of sexual assault, rape, sexual harassment, and gender-motivated violence through our court system rather than in a confidential arbitration.
0: Everyone should be safe and smart if they need to take an Uber lift. Gen Z, We need to make more of an effort to be careful and take caution when it comes to technology in our lives, especially for all the women out there. Sadly, in the course of history and in present day, we are seen as targets. Even with the countless marches, the Me Too movements, all of the protests, and every confidence every woman in America has gained, if a woman steps into an Uber like these four women did, they are set up as the target. Why is that? Why is wherever any woman goes, she is being told to be careful, watch out, or don't go anywhere alone? I'm sorry, but it's not 1950 anymore. Almost every day, women put themselves into quote-unquote dangerous situations like this. Not because we want to be the victim, but because not all of the world has changed with us. We should be able to go wherever and whenever without feeling that sense of insecurity. When a woman steps into a car, she wants that sense that she is safe and she will get where she needs to go. Sadly, these drivers are not all the type of people who care about your wants and needs. They are in control because they are behind that wheel. Not many people would want this type of job unless there's some other motive in mind. The companies are trying so hard to cover all of this up just to keep their reputation. Attorneys have uncovered 100 cases of reported sexual assault by Lyft drivers in the state of California over a one-year period between 2015 and 2016. This is just in one state. Imagine how often this is happening across the country. The public does not hear about it because they are so good at hiding their flaws. These assaults are happening way too often to not be taken seriously. We need more than some five-minute news report on a Wednesday at 6 in the morning when nobody's listening. In an interview on the Today Show, aired of May of 2017, it describes another incident. This case is something I've never heard before, until now.
1: It was past midnight in Los Angeles. Carla Westland says she was at this nightclub and wanted to leave, so she ordered an Uber. You're waiting for an Uber outside of a club where there's tons of cars, tons of people. So I'm out looking for a car. You know, you want to go home. It's the end of the night. You're tired. I just saw a car out on the street that looked like an Uber, the way it was out there just waiting. And then I got in the back seat. He asked me for the address. And then I fell asleep. Seemed legit. Yeah. But it wasn't really your Uber. No. 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 It was not my Uber. The driver, an alleged Uber imposter, parked outside the club, waiting for a woman to get in. I literally woke up to him in the back seat with me, we're parked somewhere, and he's just banging my head against the seat. And it's just a very confusing thing. You're just your instincts just say stop, like get off me. Like you're fighting and you're, you know, and then you realize, wow, this is not changing anything. He's still overpowering me. Well, what's next? And he sexually assaulted you. Yes. For hours. For three hours, yeah. Police just releasing this sketch of the suspect, desperate to catch him before he strikes again. And turns out these fake drivers are striking coast to coast, some of them even using fake Uber logos and stickers to trick you. Recent attacks in New York, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Ohio, and Louisiana.
0: What really bothered me about this new segment is that at the very end, the reporters start to give the viewer tips on how to stay safe and defend yourself if something ever happens to you. It bothers me so much that they're preparing me to stay safe for something that's going to happen to me. How about stopping the problem before it even happens? Also, people can't even defend themselves if we can't even take these situations to trial because of the terms and conditions that you barely read. This is the 2019 version of assault patterns that have been going on for decades. Sadly, whether people like it or not, not much has really changed. I don't have the app on my phone because I know if I ever ride in an Uber, I will be with people. So I use their app and then just pay them back. Tons of people don't realize how much they end up spending on these Ubers and don't even think of using other means of transportation. I think Gen Z favors riding apps over public transportation for multiple reasons. The fear of using public transportation comes from a very young age. Whenever a child would ride with parents in a bus or a train or any mode of public transportation, they would always be very protective over the child and whisper things to them like stay close to me or don't touch anything and keep your head low. For a child, those words and experiences stick in your brain. This builds up fear of using public transportation and it gets embedded so far in their brain that it takes with them forever. When a child is in a car with their parents, they feel safe and secure. They feel like it's more private and they could relax until they get to their destination. This is why Gen Z feels so comfortable using these riding apps. Not because they feel comfortable with the driver, but because the idea of riding in a car where it's private and less scary just gives them a better feeling of comfort. Here are two more instances from friends of mine about their recent experiences with these riding apps. For their privacy, I will not be listing their names.
1: We once had a creepy guy who said, I want a girl in the front, not a boy, when one of our guy friends sat in the passenger seat.
0: I was recently Ubering to Trader Joe's near campus in the middle of the day, and my driver randomly asked me if I was Puerto Rican, and I was like, no, I'm Colombian, and he goes, even better, mamacita. With our generation, technology is pretty much all we know, but we don't really comprehend the dark side of these apps and how they can affect our daily lives. We think something as simple as going in an Uber is safe, but on the other hand, it is also common to hear young women to never go anywhere alone, especially in college. So what is the truth? Uber and Lyft don't have intense screening processes with their drivers. Honestly, I wouldn't even trust an Uber that's 4.5 to 5 stars. In the terms and conditions, Uber states you have to arbitrate any claims that you have and you can't litigate them in court under a jury. We all agree to this if you have the app, but now, almost all of these women will never get justice because they simply checked a box that everybody has to check on almost all of the websites we use. They last modified their privacy conditions over one year ago. All you have to do to become one of these drivers is simply enter your name, email, phone number, password, and the city you already live. Just complete those simple steps, you're already 75% of the way there to becoming a licensed Uber driver. You can start and stop work on your time, have your own car, and you get paid every week. They get paid more than minimum wage in New York. The average earnings for one hour being an Uber driver is almost $21. You get paid for driving around. Seems pretty easy, especially if there's no drug checks, requirements, etc. The only requirements is that you need a driver's license in that state to be 21 years or older and have a four-door vehicle 10 years old or newer. They say they run background checks once a year in most states. They don't conduct the checks from internal sources, so if other companies make a mistake on these background checks, the companies themselves don't even take the blame. Once the background check is complete, which takes about 2-10 to days, then after that you can become a paid Uber driver within the week of your first ride that you give. If you really need to take an Uber, please be safe and smart. Here are some tips how. First, ride in groups if you can. Never try and take an Uber alone unless it's a very serious situation. Use public transportation during the day. It's there for you. So try and use it and it honestly saves you some money. Be safe. Be on the phone the whole time you're in an Uber with a parent or a friend or just send a quick text letting them know where you are. Don't sit in the front seat unless you absolutely need to. Track the address in your Google Maps and make sure they're taking you to your destination and the right way. When you open the door, ask who the Uber is for and ask for the destination. Don't tell them your name. Ask them who they are supposed to be picking up. Be safe. Be smart. Not all riding apps are bad. I've heard great things about Uber and they are great for convenience. However, Gen Z knows about everything so quickly with technology and we're so open to using it because it's been there our whole lives. Gen Z is starting to use these apps at a really young age and it could be unsafe and scary, especially if you are riding alone at night. These apps are for 18 years or older. We should not be using them at 15, 16, even if all of your friends are doing it. There needs to be more awareness of the faults in these apps and the crimes that these drivers commit with the riders. We need to be careful and smart about technology and our driving apps. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there, Gen Z. Come back next week for more.